0: The
1: voice of Mongolia in English is speaking. Welcome to the Voice of Mongolia in English, which comes to you from Ulaanbaatar, the capital city of Mongolia. This half-hour transmission can be heard in Southeast Asia at 900 UTC on 12085 kHz and in Europe at 1430 UTC at 12015 kHz shortwave. You can also visit our website at www.wom.imn/en and listen to an online version of our daily broadcast.
2: Hello, listeners. Welcome to Voice of Mongolia in English. I'm your host, Mukcheng. In this episode, we will firstly inform the very recent news in Mongolia, then, of course, today's special topic called One Bill Interest Initiative of Mongolia. Stay with us. Here's the news. Banks agreed to postpone loan repayment of herders until June. Due to the severe winter conditions in Mongolia, the government has declared a heightened state of preparedness throughout the country and six emergency groups headed by ministers are working in the countryside. During his working trip to the countryside, Deputy Prime Minister of Mongolia and Chairman of the State Emergency Commission had the most requests that were related to herders' loans. Therefore, on Wednesday, the Deputy Prime Minister has met with officials of the central bank and commercial banks to discuss the possibility of postponing the loan repayment and reached an agreement. President of the Bank of Mongolia said the agriculture sector experienced a decline in 2023, and the request of postponement of herders' loan repayment keeps coming. The central bank is ready to provide policy support. A total of 1.2 trillion Tugriks or $350 million in loans provided to 140,000 herders are registered in the database of the Bank of Mongolia. 51% of which was issued by State Bank and 48.5% by Hambank, the biggest commercial bank of Mongolia. Hambank has already started to postpone the repayment of the loan of the herdsmen who applied after December 1, 2023. State Bank has agreed to postpone the repayment of the loan until June 1, 2024, The National Reinsurance Company also expressed that it would pay compensation for indexed insurance of the Hertzman insured between September and October of last year. 3,000 virtual workplaces to be created in Mongolia Digital-based Smart Government 2 project was discussed on the Project Kickoff meeting with beneficiaries on February 20, 2024. This project aims at enhancing the quality and accessibility of government e-services by introducing cloud computing infrastructure to public organizations, while simultaneously training 13,000 citizens in the target group in digital literacy. According to the officials, the smart government's Government 2 project, including 45 specific digital projects and activities, will be implemented across three key areas, enabling the environment for digital transformation, fostering the digital infrastructure, and preparing and empowering human resources to develop the digital economy. It is also expected to create at least 3,000 digital jobs in Mongolia, said officials. At the meeting, the following objectives were introduced. Following the recent amendments to over 100 laws related to the digital environment in Mongolia, accompanying rules and regulations will be developed as part of the project. As data usage by public organizations surges, the load on the national data center rises. Therefore, the data center's capacity will be increased. Additionally, a unified electronic system should be established to digitize licenses. Specifically, by updating the system related to income declaration and improving the purchasing system in the independent authority against corruption of Mongolia, tenders will be open and easier. The Smart Government 2 project also aims at creating and sharing digital knowledge, understanding and opportunities for small and medium-sized enterprises, facilitating their transition to digital formats in their businesses. Moreover, the project will provide training to improve citizens' digital literacy skills and enable citizens to discern truthful information, manage password updates, stay safe online, and effectively use technology. The project with a budget of $40.1 million will run for 5 years and Project Implementation Unit has been established. Mongolian Foreign Affairs State Secretary participates in 11th Asia-Pacific Forum on Sustainable Development. The 11th Asia-Pacific Forum on Sustainable Development is being held from 20th to 23rd February 2024 under the theme Reinforcing the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development and Eradicating Poverty in Times of Multiple Crisis the effective delivery of sustainable, resilient and innovative solutions in Asia and the Pacific at the United Nations Conference Center in Bangkok, Thailand. The state secretary of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Mongolia participated in high-level meeting on the first day of the forum and conveyed the position of the Mongolian government. He emphasized that the forum serves not only as a crucial platform for regional implementation of the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development, but also as a significant preparatory stage for the September 2024 Summit of the Future. He also highlighted Mongolia's national contributions to global efforts toward achieving sustainable development goals, along with the government's policies and initiatives. Organized by the Economic and Social Commission for Asia and the Pacific, this forum will further convene delegates to discuss the regional implementation of the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. The discussions are focusing on policy solutions addressing interconnected issues such as climate change, poverty, peace, justice, and partnership. Additionally, there will be deliberation on intensifying the implementation of sustainable development goals. China's Jiao International Logistics to buy twenty percent of Mongolian coal developer, according to ITI Global Media Agency. Jiao International Logistics said it plans to invest. $88 million to acquire a 20% stake in a Mongolian coal developer to ensure the growth of its China-Mongolia cross-border logistics business. Jiayou signed a deal with Mongolian Mining Corporation yesterday to acquire the stake in the coking coal producers' subsidiary Hangat Exploration, the Beijing-based firm announced late on the same day. Jiayu also agreed to purchase 17.5 million tons of coal from Mongolian Mining Corporation within 10 years, it added. The transaction will form a long-term strategic partnership between the two companies, ensuring a stable supply of coal to meet the needs of end-users, it noted. In addition, more stable supply and reliable logistics and transportation capacity will enhance Jiyo's core competitiveness in the cross-border logistics market between China and Mongolia. Integrating logistics and trade to carry out the Mongolian coking coal supply chain business will promote the continued growth of its cross-border integrated logistics business between the two countries. That's the end of the news today. Now before we start this special topic of the day, let us take a short music break.
3: Zuchin jam dit kent, erig mi drozibit kent, mit hoch net sei ro har, Father, no, 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 no,
4: no, 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 I'm not
3: sure if you're going to be able to get get the money. I'm you to
4: the so, the 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 هر
3: آگو چما شوری نگن نبته آگو، هنگن بهسنبه هم زارگو. چما گودکدگرد تلکنش بارگو den zu wenn bibbe
0: da itket itket denn
4: sen batag we bajiksuzam of all in hanas uruch baga we margash sura ga we zukhin jam ditket erig mitrozi bitken mit huknet zairo
2: Welcome back, listeners. You are now listening to Voice of Mongolian English. Today we are going to present a talk about One Billion Trees initiative of Mongolia. Nestled in East Asia, Mongolia, known as the land of the blue sky, boasts unique ecosystems and a rich cultural heritage. However, the country's geographic location, extreme weather conditions, and delicate ecosystems make it highly susceptible to the pervasive risks of climate change. In fact, Mongolia is one of the countries that are most vulnerable to climate change. About 77% of its land is affected by desertification and land degradation. Despite contributing to only 0.1% of global CO2 emissions, Mongolia faces significant challenges due to its vast land size and susceptibility to climate change. Natural disasters have doubled in number in the last 20 years. The situation is dire. The impact of climate change in the country goes far beyond the agricultural sector. It's also affecting all the sectors in Mongolia. Thus, the Mongolian government recognized the need to enhance community resilience and transition towards greener development practices. As part of its Sustainable Development Vision 2030, the government has committed to increasing renewable energy generation, reducing emissions by 27%, improving urban planning, and building resilience to climate change impacts. One of Mongolia's significant initiatives in its green transition is the 1 billion trees movement. Today's topic a national campaign launched by the President of Mongolia, Hursukh Okhna. The President Hursukh publicly launched this nationwide movement at the 2022 United Nations Climate Change Conference, or COP26, in Glasgow. The aim of the movement is to plant 1 billion trees by 2030. A way to fight desertification, deforestation, and food insecurity. Since November 2021, the Office of the President and the Ministry of Environment and Tourism have been actively promoting the 1 billion tree nationwide movement. As of today, 21 provinces of Mongolia and 330 sub provinces of Mongolia are participating in the planning process. Also, 21 large corporations, such as Irtenstauen Tadre and Irtnet Mining Corporation, have signed government contracts and pledged to plant around 600 million trees. In a nationwide combined effort, the country is hoping to seed the mentioned number of seedlings at a cost of 5 billion tugriks, according to the Mongolia Mining Journal. Mongolia will spend 1% of the national GDP on the 1 billion tree mega-project. When discussing Mongolia's environmental issues, it is important to note that the northern part of the country and its ecosystems are very different from the south, where the Gobi Desert occupies a large territory. Due to the Gobi Desert's unique environment and ecosystem, The trees and plants that will be seeded in this area will be different from other areas and will require extra care. Mongolia's extreme climate and its diverse ecosystems pose a challenge for policymakers looking to implement realistic, sustainable, action-based goals. In the past century, Forests covered over 10% of the territory until the 1980s, but have dwindled to 8% since then due to changing climate and active exploitation. In order to fight desertification as well as dust storm, the government needs to intensify this national movement. There is a reported correlation between forest land and cover and permafrost, whereby degradation of latter is adding more stress to forest resilience, the ability of forests to withstand disturbance and maintain basic function. In addition, other factors such as wildfires, draft, insect infestation, livestock and logging are adding more pressure. There's also a pollution problem, particularly air pollution demands this huge project to be done successfully. Mongolia, particularly its capital city Ulaanbaatar, is grappling with severe air pollution. During the winter, smoke from stoves and power plants often blankets the city, creating hazardous air quality conditions. Forests, often dubbed as the lungs of the earth, can significantly aid in absorbing carbon dioxide and releasing oxygen, hence improving air quality. By prioritizing tree planning, Mongolia is taking a direct approach in tackling its air pollution crisis head-on. The One Billion Tree Project has three phases, preparation, activation, and stabilization. Each stage showcases a considerate approach towards environmental conservation and climate action, allowing Mongolia to demonstrate its commitment to these globally crucial causes. Within the scope of this initiative, we've interviewed Mr. Batu, advisor to the president of Mongolia on Environment and Green Development Policy.
0: We have already passed two years when we started implementing initiatives. So within these two years, we have some positive outputs in terms of the capacity building, in terms of the production of seedlings, in terms of the uh, collection of the seed resources, seed sources, and in terms of the increased capacity of the seedling productions, etc. When we started. Billing movement, uh, statistics show that we had around 10 million seedlings. That means seedling production was around 10 million in 2021. But according to the last year statistics, it was increased. Uh, 62 million seedlings yeah. are already produced in different, different regions in the different parts of the Mongolia including different species of course and more than 10 pounds of the seeds of different woody plants are already collected and stored in long-term and also the mid-term conservation plants the production capacity of the first nurseries has been increased so right now we have more than 400 small middle or the uh, yeah different size first enterprises in the country they have playing very important role on the increasing production capacity of the seedlings and sometimes also the planting capacity of the trees under the tasks and vision of the village tree initiatives.
2: The campaign also prompted. The establishment of the Forest Genetic Resources Centre and the upcoming Soil Innovation and Technology Centre, both operated by the state-owned Irtund Mining Corporation. These establishments serve to endorse Mongolia's commitment to sustainable forestry and land management, bolstering the nation's green credentials and resilience. Tree planning on such a wide scale is also important to building capacity in related services, such as environmental engineering and water management, making Mongolia more resilient overall and better able to face future shocks. The 1 billion trees movement in Mongolia has far-reaching benefits beyond environmental preservation. This movement will create jobs, increase the income of Mongolian families, and also protect the Mongolian environment, the government said. By generating employment opportunities and increasing household incomes, the movement contributes to the socio-economic well-being of the Mongolian communities. In order to contribute to the 1 billion tree nationwide movement, Mongolian people need training. For example, to start tree nursery businesses, fruit farms or medicinal herb farms and to trade biodiverse products abroad. Intensifying farmers to adopt such practices is key to long-term change and sustainable economic growth. Today, provinces, towns, smaller administrative units, even military units like border guards are reporting on hundreds and thousands of planted trees, and many more are reporting plans to plant millions in the years to come. Even the diplomatic corps was involved in the events. Mongolia is setting an example for nations worldwide, demonstrating that sustainable development and climate diplomacy can coexist and synergize each other. Encouragingly, the campaign is also instigating relevant legal discussions around the law on forest and the land law. These dialogues show promises in laying a robust legal groundwork that could aid future forestation campaigns and potentially influence global environmental legal frameworks. Even more critically, these actions underscore Mongolia's understanding that effective climate action will need a concurrent and supportive financial architecture. The country is currently considered a central fund to manage resources for the campaign, signaling the priority placed on financial discipline and management. As Mongolia strikes a delicate balance between environmental, economic, and legal aspects, it stands as a testament to positive climate action in the face of considerable challenges. The thing is, with its forests and deserts, mountains and rivers, valleys and steppes, Mongolia is a climate microcosm of the world. The climate challenges here can be found elsewhere, and the solutions that succeed here can work elsewhere. Thus, an ambitious idea conceived in the steppes of Mongolia is now reaching maturity, bearing fruit not only domestically, but setting the stage for significant international reprisal and influence. One remarkable thing was... Back in 2022, UN Secretary-General António Guterres paid a visit in Mongolia, having one significant purpose, to plant a tree. He planted a tree with President Hursuk outside of Ulaanbaatar. Even though it hardly adds to the number of trees, it had great symbolic value.
0: My generation declared war on nature, with climate change, with the, the loss of biodiversity, with pollution. And nature is striking back, striking back with storms, with desertification, with floods, with disasters that are making life very difficult for many people around the world and causing many victims. Your generation has an important task to make peace with nature. And what we are going to do today must be a gesture of that new attitude to make peace with nature. And dear Mr. President, thank you very much for allowing me to give a very, very small contribution to your wonderful program of planting one billion trees in 2030 in Mongolia.
2: One Billion Trees' national campaign is more than a forestation initiative. It is a national real time experiment in green diplomacy, sustainable development, intersector cooperation, and governance. Mongolia's 1 billion trees national campaign is a bold response to the environmental crisis faced by our planet. In an era where green diplomacy is increasingly significant, this initiative positions Mongolia as an exciting emerging player in the global environmental area. That's all for today's episode of Voice of Mongolia in English. Thank you for listening.
1: That's the end of the program which comes to you from Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia. The Voice of Mongolia provides half-hour transmission to Southeast Asia at 900 UTC on 12085 kHz and in Europe at 1430 UTC on 12015 kHz shortwave. You can also download the phone application, MNB radio, and listen to all the programs of Voice of Mongolia. Your emails and letters are most welcome with your feedbacks and detailed reception report. Please either email them to vom-en at yahoo.com or send them to the English section, the Voice of Mongolia, CPO Box 365 Ulaanbaatar 13 Mongolia. Thank you for listening. Bye.